Hey guys, what's up? It's Malik. I'm super pumped to be here, super excited for this next episode of What Now? Again, I am a youth director in Indian Creek Christian Church in Nampa, Idaho. Our services start every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. So if you're ever interested, you want to be a part of that, you're more than welcome to come. And we'll be excited to see you if, if that's uh, where you choose to come. So now we're going to get into this next episode of What Now? And I'm so stoked about this episode, right? Because this is one of my favorite things to talk about. Being a youth director, I get to talk with students often and and some of the history that I've had in work, um, helping out and volunteering in churches before being a youth director and working at some camps. I've always been involved in students' lives and I've been able to walk with some students, some of my friends um, that are my age, some adults that are older than me, obviously, who've come up to me and been able to ask me questions. I mean, it's unreal the things that I'm able to have conversations with people about following their baptism, right? Because people are so on fire for Jesus. And all of a sudden, everybody in the world right, becomes their priority to know about Jesus. Like they want to tell everyone about how awesome Jesus is. And it's so cool to sit down and hear stories and be a part of that. It's so awesome. Well, one of the biggest things you can do on this Jesus high is remember, a good thing to start doing while you're on fire is building momentum, right? When you have a good few practices in football, any sport, with an instrument, you start to learn some stuff, right? There's a little bit of pain that comes with that, some patience, right? But you look back and you go, whoa, that was good. And as you start to get better and better, as you start to have a few good runs, as you start to feel confident, you want to go more. You want to be able to practice more. You want to be able to discipline yourself more. You want to work harder. You want to be even more ready and equipped, right? And it's so awesome. Same thing when you're on this Jesus high, right? And a good way to do that is to start taking all these old bad habits that you have. Because a lot of times in our heart, we want to change. We always say, I want to quit doing this. I want to quit doing that. Or I want to start doing this better. I want to be better at this. And the problem is we don't replace those bad habits with good ones, right? Somebody once told me, Malik, you can't just want to stop doing something and then stop doing it. Because it's engraved in you. It's a part of you. You're going to navigate towards that, Right? You're, you're, you're going to go towards it, right? You're going to be like, ah, I want to be a part of that. So what you have to do is find better new habits. You have to replace them with some good new habits, right? And spiritual discipline is important because Jesus tells us, actually, go and be disciples. Go and teach as I have taught you, right? And these are important things. So the Bible, not only does it help you understand the history of Christianity, a little bit better. Not only does it help you understand the story of Jesus a little bit better and, and quite honestly, our story, quite honestly, how to have a better relationship with God, right? It helps us know God's word. It helps us to decipher between good and bad, right? It helps us to decipher how to have this full, deep and abundant life that God is calling us on, how to have hope in Jesus. It helps us to remember to keep falling in love and falling on this love in which Christ has for us, right? And then praying, man, being able to talk with Jesus is the coolest thing in the world. Talking to God and just saying, God, I love you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. How was your day? I saw you at work today. I'm really praying for this one person. Hey, God, can you help me in this? I'm really hurt right now. It's so awesome. It's the coolest things you can do, right? And then volunteering. Be part of the church. Right? Paul says in Ephesians that we each have a part of the body in the church. We all have spiritual gifts. 
And so, what are the things that you can get involved in? Now, we'll we'll get into spiritual gifts a little bit a little bit more here um, in some later episodes. But I, I will say this about spiritual gifts, just to kind of give you a you know a pretty um, description of what it is. And a spiritual gift is usually given from the Holy Spirit, right? And honestly, I think it's something you're born with, right? God kind of instills that stuff in you. And and honestly, it's it's the talents, the passions that you have. And you you look at those these things and you say, hey, I've been using these wrong my whole life. Or I haven't been using them to glorify God. How can I switch that, right? How can I switch lanes and, and start glorifying God, right? My whole life I've always felt like I've been a leader. I definitely talk a lot. I definitely have a gift of being there for people. Definitely have a gift of cheering people up. And, and so instead of turning my focus and leadership and sports and, and, and some other things that I was doing, I was able to turn it towards youth ministry in which God has blessed me with, I mean, tremendously. It's one of the coolest things in the world. And you have to start building on these spiritual disciplines because they're so awesome. Not only are they awesome, they're very, very crucial to your foundation with Christ, right? Now, I, I'm going to focus a lot on volunteering tonight. Now, BPV, remember that, Bible, pray, volunteer, okay? BPV, all right? Bible, pray, volunteer. These are all crucial things to do because even as Christians sometimes and in the walk later, it gets hard to discipline ourselves in these things. One, because life. Right? Life gives us so many excuses to put Jesus second. Right? Like, read your Bible. You just got home from work. Let's pop on that Disney Plus and, and let's, let's chill out. Pray. You've been talking to people all day. Why don't you just uh, get some food and yum, yum, yum. Right? Volunteer. Why would I wake up earlier to go to church and volunteer? Why would I stay up later to volunteer? Right? Why would I, why would I spend time around people who might annoy me? Right? On the flip side, why would you not? Why would you not go build awesome relationship? Why would you not learn to love people because God loves you? Why would you not learn to talk to Jesus and have this relationship with Jesus like none other, right? Why, why would you not want to build on that? Ask the only person who can help everything in your life, the only person who can guide you and lead you, the only person who knows what's best for you better than anybody. Why would you not talk to him? And the Bible, so many cool things in the Bible. I mean, you're looking for war. You're looking for a good love story, right? I mean, you're looking for hope. You're looking for truth, right? Like, why Why would you not go there? It's so awesome. It's so amazing, right? Why not? Why wouldn't you? But life gives us all these excuses. And, and the cool thing is that God's always going to be there for you. Now, here's what I want to lay out right away is that one, when you're on this Jesus high, remember that there's always growth to be done, okay? There's always growth to be done because a lot of times you just got baptized. And ba- baptism, I just want to make this clear right now. Baptism is not graduation. It's not a I made it moment. It's a we're getting started moment. Like buckle up. Here comes the ride because it's going to be exciting. It's going to be adventurous. But if I'm being honest with you, there's going to be some pain, some sorrow. There's going to be some hurt, right? If they persecuted Jesus, they're going to persecute you. It's going to get tough. And that's why we need to build on these spiritual disciplines and get some good habits going while we're on fire for Jesus, right? Because we don't want to let lies in our emotions 
get in the way of truth, right? We want to know truth no matter what, right? Like, and we can, we can, we can all agree, right? That sometimes our emotions and lies and stuff get in the way, right? Like my mom wouldn't let me have candy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, I mean, I thought I was pretty sure that just meant she didn't love me, right? But, you know, that, that was a lie and it was my emotions, like, you're getting to me. So I know that my mom do lo- does love me. So, you know, it's really cool, though, to, to see that in the midst of a walk, when things get shaky and things get hard and rough and you do kind of start to, to get in that moment in all seriousness with some of those more serious things, right? Of Is this is this is this real? My emotions tell me that that maybe I feel alone. I am. I feel persecuted. But you can't let go of the truth that Jesus loves you. Jesus never promised to take away the pain. He promised to be there with us through it. And volunteering is so cool. And the reason why I want to hit on that so much is because so many reasons. One, it saved my life. Volunteering saved my life. Two, volunteering has a way of teaching you some of these things. It really does. It it helps you to build on spiritual discipline because you pray with your team, you pray with students, you're praying with people, right? And it's kind of helping you. It's a little step, these little stepping stones on being better at your prayer life. And and prayer life is not something to do right or wrong. It just helps you to be more open with God, I think. It helps you to, to see other people's rawness and, and realness with God, right? You're reading scripture. A lot of times you're going to church, you're reading scripture, you're helping out with youth group, you're reading scripture, elementary, you're reading scripture, right? A lot of times scripture somewhere in there and it just helps you to, to get the word of God engraved into you, right? Then you're building a community. People that when you're struggling, people that when you're hurt are going to be there for you, are going to help you, are going to love on you, are going to point you back to the truth because it's hard to choose truth sometimes when lies and emotions get in the way. This is facts, right? These, this is very, very true. Now in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 through 8, it says, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourselves to be godly, for physical training is of some value. But godliness has value for all things, for both the present life and the life to come. Right? Like, we can all agree that working now and eating healthy is good for us. It can be, it can have some value to our lives. But godliness, God, the word, praying, like being in a relationship with God brings so much more. Not only does it bring value to this life that you're living right now, it brings value to the eternal life in which God has given you this gift. God loves you so much that he said, I'm willing to sacrifice my son. I'm willing to send him the down across so that he can defeat death so that you can have eternal life with me. Jesus was that barrier. It's so cool. It's such an awesome thing. It's, I mean, it's, it's just, it blows my mind that a God would say, I want to be a part of your life. The God who created everything looks at you and says, I love you. And you know what? I've intended for you to have deep, full, and abundant life. And I want you to know what that's like. So when you trust me and you listen to what I say, the nourishment that I give to you, 
Trust that I know you better than you know yourself. I want what's best for you. And my promise is that I've given you eternal life. I want you to come spend eternity with me. God so longs that you would know his love for you. He's saying just train yourselves to be godly. Practice these spiritual disciplines. Read my word. Know my word so you can decipher right and wrong, good and evil. Pray to me. I want to hear how your day was. I want you to just let me know how life's going. Hey, when you're struggling, I want to hear it. I can take it. I'm the creator of the universe. I want to be there to comfort you. I want to provide healing. God wants to be there for you. I remember before I became a Christian, I was in eighth grade and Tim Tebow had come to our church. Again, I wasn't a Christian. and, And after this, I definitely wasn't a Christian either, but it's something that stuck with me forever. And two, it, it, I think it was a piece that God used to be critical in my walk later. It was something that I just didn't forget. And I remember Tim Tebow came to our church and I didn't care about church too much. Okay, my mom was a Christian already, but I didn't really care. And I remember I listened to the sermon only because he was a quarterback. He played football. And he was Tim Tebow. Okay. So I was... I just remember sitting there, though, and I remember him talking about how God was so good. I remember him talking about how God had been there for his for him in his life. The cool things that God and Jesus had done. I remember saying that he liked to go and do prison ministry. I remember him talking about how when he was like eight years old, he asked his mom to pray with him late at night after he woke up. And he just wanted to be saved. He wanted he wanted to. Learn what it was like to have a relationship with God more deep, more full. He wanted to know that he was going to have eternal life with Jesus. It's so cool. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, friends. God loves you so much. This world makes it so easy for us to not follow Jesus. Gives us so many excuses to put Jesus in the back row. To be secondary to our lives. And Jesus says, I just want to be first because I know what it is for you to have the fullness of life. It may be hard sometimes, but I'm here to walk with you through it. That, that, Jesus is there for us no matter what. So as, as we wrap up things here, I want to challenge you a couple things. One, The rest of this week, why don't you just try reading a verse a day, right? Try reading one Bible verse a day, a chapter, something. Just get involved in the word once a day and pray on it, right? Talk to God about it. If you don't understand it, ask God to make it clear to you. Go ask someone. Go ask a mentor. Go ask a friend. Ask someone. Two, just be praying with God. Ask him to be in your life. Invite him in. See, a lot of people recognize who God is. And some people, even though God is, is, is there to love them, they don't recognize it because they just don't invite him in. God is right there. He's waiting for you to say, I'm all in. So why don't we pray to invite God in this week? 
Third, what are some passions and talents that you have? And how can you switch lanes and use those passions and talents to spread God's word? How can be part of his kingdom work? Is it youth? Is it worship? Is it praying? Is it listening? Is it encouraging people? Pastoring people? What, is it, what does that look like for you? How can you build on these momentums? Thank you again. My name is Malik, Youth Director at Indian Creek Christian Church. You can look us up on social media. We'd be glad for you to give us a follow and come check us out. If you're in high school or even if you're a young adult and you're looking for some good Bible knowledge, very good sound theology, Boise Bible College has some of the greatest professors, some of the coolest people in one of the greatest environments I've ever been around. So why don't you check them out online? They're also on Facebook and and Instagram. A great resource, some great people who would love to be a part of your lives. So if if that's a step you're looking towards, definitely recommend checking them out. Very good school. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week.